Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome or welcome back to my favorite weekly event sesh. My name is Nikki and I'm the creator and host of the Black Sheep in Powder Pink. Now is the time to fill your glasses to the rim and pack your bowls a little fatter than usual because trust me, you may need them here. There's no filters, no guidelines, and absolutely nothing is off limits. It's all sass and no shades, sis. Are you ready? Let's go what's up podcast family like always i've missed you all as though a million moons have passed us i hope everyone's been great since we last spoke i know this weather has been super bipolar but hey it's friday happy saint patrick's day i hope you guys are wearing green otherwise i will pinch that ass Before diving into this week's episode, I did want to remind everyone that we are still fighting for justice in the tragic passing of Shankila Robinson. For those of you unfamiliar with the case details, I did dedicate an entire episode called The Callbo Six, and I would recommend you tuning in to get more detailed information. But to give everyone listening a quick recap before the update, Shankila Robinson was a 25-year-old woman who went on vacation with six friends in Cabo, Mexico. Just 24 hours into her vacation, authorities were called to their villa in response to someone suffering from alcohol poisoning. Unfortunately, she did succumb to her injuries and the six monsters who were on vacation with her flew back home, leaving her family completely scrambled to find any information they could on where Shankila's body was transferred, like the morgue or first responders information, even the authorities that were on site and villa staff. They have really had the hardest time since the beginning and it wasn't until the autopsy and death certificate were sent to the family that they really got to understand what truly happened to Shankila. And she was brutally, brutally attacked. Like alcohol fucking poisoning where these monsters lied to the authorities, got away with murder and really faked the funk when they returned to Shankila's family and the people around them. This wasn't just any brutal attack, guys. This was a decapitation. She passed away minutes after receiving this injury, and not only was she instantly paralyzed and mute, she was watching all of this evil happening to her completely defenseless. I can't imagine where her mind wandered and what she was thinking of at that moment. It is so fucking sad and it's honestly been close to 150 days since Shankila's passing and no justice has been served. Shankila Robinson deserves justice guys. Now I want to share the update that the public have received by a recent press conference released a week or so ago after protesting for action on her case. So to give you guys some context or history to our government, just so that you can stick along with me while I begin to explain the reason why this case has been at a complete standstill, I need to remind you guys that I am not a professional. My terminology will be off. I'm just chopping it up with you guys. There's no script. I have no notes. Nada. So 
bear with me if I get the terminology wrong, but I want to kind of explain the law in a in a scenario for you guys to grasp and understand why we're just at a complete halt. Um, so because the law has changed since 2018, we're going to imagine me going on vacation in Saudi Arabia a couple years ago, okay? So let's imagine me going on vacation and I was caught driving on camera, like driving a car on camera, which is illegal out there. Like women are not allowed driver not allowed to be issued driver's licenses or or use a car, period. Okay? Bullshit. Anyway, um so say I was out on vacation, right? And I was caught on camera driving and they wanted to find me criminally prosecute me and serve time in their prison if i was still on their country soil they can fucking snatch me up and hold me kind of like what they did to britney granger that basketball player who was in russia and was detained for months because she had a wax vape pen or whatever but if i was a United States citizen and I came back t- like to my country since the United States does not see women driving as unlawful or a crime to be prosecuted by they can decline that country's request to extradite me back to be prosecuted does that make sense so like if Saudi Arabia had a picture of me I was clearly driving I broke a fucking law If I was there in that homeland, they could hold me, prosecute me. I'd have to deal with the bullshit. But if I made it back to United States soil, they would need to fill out a bunch of paperwork, like forward it to the United States government. The government reviews what they want me extradited for. And if they just do not support that, then they have a right to be like, no, she's fucking good. It's not a crime to to drive a car in the united states why would we send her back to you for no like it's not gonna happen and that is a treaty that the united states made or well i guess it's a treaty that the united states enforces for our citizens and it works it works both ways if you guys catch my drift It's a treaty that protects all United States citizens. And I know that the example I gave you is not as serious as Shankila Robinson's case. But this treaty spectrum is so wide that it's keeping us from moving forward. And it's fucking annoying. Mexico filed charges. uh, Charges. Oh, gosh. Mexico filed charges against these offenders and the um the charges are for femicide it's like homicide in the united states it's equivalent but since the crime against women is so high in mexico they've pretty much given themselves or they've pretty much categorized woman crime and labeled it under femicide and the difference is harsher punishment um they sorry my eyes it's itchy sorry they filed these charges against them and the government has received all documentation all evidence that was honestly leaked because there's video surveillance of her getting brutally assaulted everywhere you can literally type it in in google and you will see it it's it's 
it's so hard for me to watch we're literally watching this girl get murdered but anyway mexico has completely done their part by filing this paperwork with our government but unfortunately this treaty is keeping us from extraditing them back to mexico to be formally prosecuted because the united states cannot legally support the crime of femicide it's like i don't even i don't even know the United States is doing their part by protecting their United States citizens, but at this point, these motherfuckers do not need any protection, and they deserve the worst case scenario. And I am so pissed talking to you guys about it because I'm literally just so flabbergasted at the fact that there is no action on this case when the world watched her die, like, on fucking camera in the most vulnerable way. Like, you guys let me just calm myself down let me take a little sip because this is i don't even know i thought that talking to you guys about it aloud would kind of like you know connect some dots for me but the math isn't fucking mathing and i just i'm having a really hard time understanding like as an outsider looking in there's been no movement since this and everyone should be upset by this like why are we not knocking on the doors why aren't we signing legislations like why aren't we <sighs> i don't know why aren't we doing more like i just don't get it a crime was fucking committed and i appreciate the government's protection i really really do but these people do not need to be protected please help me help me keep her name alive and do not let this case go cold guys her parents have not even been able to mourn their daughter's death because they're still fighting for her rights. They're still fighting for justice. And it's crazy to me that these people are still walking around free, working at their shitty nine to fives, like hanging out with their families, like making friendships, like going to school. And it's just not fair. She doesn't deserve that. And we will continue to fight i don't give a fuck how many times i have to mention it to you guys but i'll continue to share updates with you and please 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 support this fight please this call to action on the case is dire and people are reporting less and less on it and it makes me so sad so i i don't even know what to do i don't even know what to do if you guys see a tweet repost it or share it stream her on youtube if you guys listen to a crime podcast just anything keep her name in the algorithm and don't let people forget her like we need to continue to fight for her because she isn't here to fight for herself and i'm sorry i'm sorry if i lost myself in this update this case has just been so traumatizing and has truly stuck with me you have no idea like you never know who you can trust and your friends are not even your friends like the government is fucking failing me right now it's so sad to be a part of this world like it's so it's so sad Pick your fucking circle with love and trust yourself and only surround yourself with people who don't just say that they value your friendship, but those who actually show you. Like, words are cheap. Action is everything. It speaks volumes on its own, y'all. Like, please, 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 please. I am begging you, okay? Protect your fucking self protect your peace protect your life like doing you will eliminate those people on its own like 
things will happen in life that'll hand you the fucking scissors and lead them astray and do not fight the funk let those motherfuckers go so that the people who are really meant to thrive beside you will be there because there's people in this world who want to see you winning who want to see you doing good but not better than them and you don't need those people there are people who are willing to be your cheerleader to support you through the bad and the good through nothing and everything like there are genuine people out there and you are worthy of having friendships and and you're worthy of being surrounded by people like that so don't give up the fight there are good people out there and you need to continue to work on being the best version of yourself so that you can be one of the people that i'm talking about today now ugh, sorry got it all out <laughs> now i want to i guess like vent to you guys about something i've come to realize as i've gotten older and i'm paying more attention to just like the detail in people and my friendships the ones that have came and gone and like i've mentioned a million times now i am in a new not new relationship but i'm in a relationship now and i'm introducing um him to family and stuff like that and it's like i come across like a couple hesitation spots when i'm introducing him to people and i'm just like oh i don't really talk to this person because you know we either argued or it's just it's a weird vibe you guys already know i'm not as close to my family as the average joe <laughs> i guess you can say so obviously i i get nervous i'm just like are they going to get drunk and just be like, Nicole's a bitch or, you know, whatever the fucking case is. And I really, really sat and thought about conflicts that I've had with people. And I'm really not a bitch. Like, I'm not a spiteful person. I'm not going to go and, you know, harass you. I'm not going to talk shit about you. Like, I'm not going to talk shit to you. I'm not going to call you out of your name. Unless you're being a fucking bitch, then you're a fucking bitch. But I'm not a hater. Like, I'm not going to bring up your body weight. I'm not going to bring up rumors that people said about you or just bullshit that is just uncalled for and has no receipts. You know what I mean? I just, I don't believe in tearing people down. I believe in open, honest communication. And I want to talk to you guys about like serious conversations that people just cannot have or I don't understand why people don't understand passion like in a lot of cases my brother and my mom are so quick to be like you just can't have us like you just can't have a serious conversation without raising your voice or your tone changing or da 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 and I'm just like because talking to you guys is like talking to a fucking wall, first of all. And second, have you guys ever, like, okay, I am pretty fucking chill for the most part. I let a lot of shit slide, I peep a lot of shit, and I stay quiet. But when you get me going, and when I'm talking about something, it's because I'm truly passionate about it. Do you guys know what it's like to be passionate about something and have a conversation about it? Well, like... I'm really tired of people taking the conversations that I have with them so, like, I don't know, like, fitting a triangle up their ass that it's fucking ridiculous. I'm a happy person. I'm happy all the time because I don't lie. I don't lie about situations. I don't lie about people. And I don't lie about what the fuck I do. If I did something that's going to hurt you, I'm sorry. I'll let you know what I did. And either you can forgive me or you don't. It is what it is. 
I'm not doing anything that will cause bodily harm. I don't mental like harm. Like I just, I don't. Whenever I have or feel overwhelmed by someone's energy or whenever I know that I just need to distance myself, I just do. Like I don't need to give anyone a reason why I'm thinking this way or why I feel like I need to separate myself. I just do. And when the conversations get brought up, like I don't understand why it's okay for people to poke you but then when you respond it's like oh my god the end of the fucking world like it's like I don't know how to explain it I just need everyone to understand that like sometimes people are passionate about what the fuck they're talking about but the real conversation is are you ready to hear what the fuck they have to say because you constantly blaming someone on their tone like why do you get so loud or why do you do this or why are you cussing more like da 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 people are going to communicate however the fuck they want to communicate okay that is completely out of your control and the way that you communicate sometimes the way that it's let out or said or spoken of it could be misleading or or it can give people the wrong idea you know we express emotion differently we talk about things that matter to us differently and i want that to be something that you guys learn to consider because people don't act or react in a certain way for no fucking reason and it's like we hate being the like the person who's wrong like we don't like being the bad guy we don't like the like being the root or the reason why someone is having a bad day or or just conflict in their life and I need you guys to understand that an argument is a heated conversation. It's not the end. It doesn't mean that this person no longer has the privilege to be in your life or they're not good enough for you or or anything like that. Because I need you guys to understand that our bodies, our minds, the way that we're built, we're meant to live in in peace like that's the goal right everyone's goal is to live in peace and if you're arguing with someone or if you're having um not an argument but like an like a conversation where you just agree to disagree like you have to really remove yourself from this situation and try and grasp what this person is telling you like sometimes there are some battles that you just have to fold on it's not worth your energy. It's not worth taking up the bad thoughts. It's not worth ending a friendship. It's not worth so many things. And it's like when we learn how to listen to what the person that you're arguing with has to say, your reaction will be so much different. Like, I want to know why people get so like, so defensive when people start speaking with passion. Like, when it comes to the way that I grew up, my brother and I have two very different perspectives on our childhood, but my brother will literally sit there and continuously argue with me about my version of events being completely different or him not feeling what I was feeling at that time or just not seeing what I saw at that time. And he'll literally tell me that I'm fucking wrong about it. But it's like, dude, why don't you just sit down, listen to what I have to say and acknowledge it and keep it pushing? Like that's how simple every single argument or miscommunication can go. And I don't want people to like keep cutting everyone off like for the stupidest, smallest things. But then you're forgiving a boyfriend who's cheated on you eight times 
and and you wonder why you're unhappy. Like, we need to just stop cutting people off and understand passion, understand the conversation, and ask yourself if you're even fucking ready for the conversation. I don't know how many times before I would start hearing people say some real ass shit about me that I just didn't want to hear. I was completely disappointed about it, and all I would do was get louder and yell louder just so that I can tune up what they're saying, convince people around me that they're full of shit. And where did that get me? It got me absolutely nowhere. Honestly, it put like a little black burden in like a little burden box in my heart. And I've been like apologizing to people I hurt in the past, forgiving the people that I've hurt, and most importantly, forgiving myself. Like I talked about this on my last episode, and I don't know if this is just a part of my journey and growth but like paying attention to my part in whatever damage that traumatized me is so important and such a huge aspect and part of my fucking healing like I learned that I was the ugly for a little bit and I contributed to the ugly and there's no fucking way that ugliness can be going on around you in your life without you allowing it and feeding it you know things don't grow unless you fucking water them yourself and it's important to take that accountability now just because i've apologized and forgave people for their bullshit it doesn't always mean that they did the same so when you guys are forgiving people putting things into a broader perspective be patient with yourself, be patient with them. Whether they accept your apology or not, moving forward is what matters. We're not living in yesterday. If they want to live in yesterday, let them fucking live in yesterday. And I don't know if I need to just start sending detailed emails about my feelings, but maybe I do so that people can just get me. (laughs) I don't even know if that makes any sense, but I hope that it does because I'm a passionate person. I love speaking passionately about anything. I can speak to you passionately about cucumbers with tahine and lime if you guys would let me. And it could come off aggressive. It could come off like I'm giving you no other choice but to eat cucumbers for the rest of your life. But that's your perception and the way that you're choosing to take in the information. And I... I've noticed that I've been getting in actually zero arguments, zero fights lately. I have been drama fucking free for this exact reason. Like it's it's baffling, but I love it. I love living in this peace. And before I let you guys go, it's it's been a short episode. I think that Shankila Robinson's case update took so much energy from me. I feel like I've been sitting with you guys for like three hours, but... I have some fucking tea, guys. So, um, just kidding. I don't know what it is about a fucking hater and what a hater has to say, but y'all, this shit is, (laughs) this is some funny fucking tea. So, one day I was at the bar, I was at an after hours, and I was like killing it at fucking cards. Like, I was went in with five dollars dipped with like 280 okay it was a long night pretty much bender season i was with my friends and afterwards i ended up meeting this guy and his homie and at like 4 30 5 o'clock in the morning ish um they asked me if i was down to go to one of their girlfriend's house and 
kick it, drink and chill. She lives right across the street from the water in Long Beach and it's a vibe. I was like, sure, that sounds great. Like we were all vibing. The guy that I had met was Puerto Rican. It was chill vibes. So I'm like, get, like getting used to his homie that was there, the one that invited me to his house. But he's very disrespectful. Like, I mean, he is cool with men, but he has absolutely absolutely no respect for women and i didn't even know that we lived in a day and age where that's even possible but this was the scenario like he saw women like shit at the bottom of their shoe but he expects you to baby him treat him like a fucking king don't talk back don't speak over him don't disrespect him don't do this don't do that don't it's like he comes with a fucking bible of a rule book that you just don't even know about you're supposed to just fucking know better type of thing so he and i were like kind of not seeing eye to eye on so many things to the point where it was like dude i have decided that i would never be friends with this guy like i just I don't know. He, like, it was just, I don't even, like, the fallout happened because he took me to his, like, his girl's house. It's his fucking sugar mama. She supports him. I don't give a fuck. And I made, like, the, like, slickest comment, like, damn, where is her ring at? Like, you need a wife her up. This man got so pissed off at the fact that I insinuated he needed a wife her up. He's like, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, bitch, that, that. I was like, bitch, who? Like, bitch, where? Like, do you know who the fuck I am? Like, I don't need to kick it with you. You're a fucking nobody square ass person to me. Like, I just don't even like you as a person. What am I even doing here? Like, so I go ahead and I'm just like, you know, fuck you. You're weird. I'm going to request an Uber. And his homie was like, I'm going to roll with you because like, what's the point in being here? Like, I really just came to kick it with you or whatever. And when he like started grabbing his stuff to leave with me, his homie was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, you're going to follow this bitch. Like, all right, fool. Like, I got you. Like for this bitch. Da, 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 da. I'm like, what bitch are you talking about? Because it's not me. Like, I'm obviously leaving because I respect myself more than to have to deal with putting up with you. If that makes sense. Like, don't deal with shit like that. If you want to leave somewhere, fucking go. So I'm not even there for like, 30 45 minutes like i chugged my drink and i'm already requesting my uber which was complete bullshit because like the uber <laughs> was like 45 dollars, and that was probably the saddest part of the night because i ended up laughing this shit off afterwards but this was and then i left i go home and this was my meeting like this is how i met this guy this is how i know this guy and every time i saw him moving forward I obviously said what's up because I'm not disrespectful, but that's it. I never said one word to this man other than hi and bye. I had seen him a couple of times at the bar after until I started working at my bar, if that makes sense. I hope that you guys are following along, but um, and that was his local bar. So I saw him more times than I would before and it wasn't that our conversations got smoother it was just that like we were able to banter back and forth and 
just it'd be whatever i'd tell him to shut up when he annoyed me annoyed when he annoyed me and he would annoy me on purpose type of thing it was like an annoying little brother vibe and one day he literally had liquid fucking courage y'all because liquid beer will do that to you okay he literally had liquid courage and was just like throwing sly little comments like i'd go behind the bar and he'd be like get out of behind the bar because you're not working right now or my boss was in the kitchen and i had walked into the kitchen and i was like hey like do you need anything like do you want me to get you a ride home because he looked like he was like low-key passing out and this guy was like get the fuck out of here like mind your own fucking business i was like ew like i don't know who you think you are being so fucking vile to me but whatever i let it go i brushed it off and one day guys this was so fucking recent i'm so surprised i didn't talk to you guys about it um we're all at the bar i don't think it's after hours yet i think it's just one in the morning like maybe midnight and i was working but i'm i'm off now and my boo likes to play pool with me so usually when i'm off early we'll grab a drink play pool bp and we were having such a great night and not just us by ourselves like we were vibing with every single person at the bar like it was a fucking vibe i loved it we had such a great night until this fucking hater saw me thriving and wanted to pop my little happy train or just abruptly end the night in the most worst fucked up way because this guy that is keep in mind a complete fucking stranger doesn't know my last name how old i am the fact that i have a son where i live he doesn't know jack shit about me start talking about me he's like starts calling me a hoe and just out of my name saying really weird shit and i'm just like you don't even fucking know me why the fuck are you talking shit and my man obviously my hero my baby my everything he was like bro why are you talking about her at all period like shut the fuck up and this guy had the audacity audacity to come at my man and be like oh she's a fichetta like she's a fucking hoe she's this and she's that i'm just like a fucking fichetta like i have never ever in my life been a fichetta and if you guys don't know what a fichetta is it's a girl who works at a bar whose whose job is to get guys to buy more drinks if that makes sense so just because i was a local at a bar that he met me at he assumed and really went with the storyline that i'm a fichetta and i flirt with a bunch of guys and i hook up with a bunch of guys and just a bunch of really weird far out shit and i don't fucking hook up with anybody i don't kiss anybody like i'm not that bitch i do not exchange spit with people for shits and giggles okay so he was so far off of who i am but he's literally yelling all of this shit at me and to my man at this point because my man was not having it like he stood up and he's like bro what the fuck is your problem like why are you talking shit about my girl i'm gonna fucking marry her like you're fucking smoked out he's like you want to marry this bitch like this bitch is a hoe like da 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 talking about me guys i don't know what upset him i'm convinced that he was in love with me and he just got butthurt that i 
got into a relationship and I'm getting the brunt of it because he said so much weird shit that I left crying. My man was almost going to get into a fight, but luckily I started another little fight on the side and he like came to rescue me, I guess. I don't even know. I just know I was carried out the bar. And afterwards, he literally was telling my man, like I was talking to my man about it because it was a heated conversation. It was really uncomfortable. I had to call. I didn't have to. My man, just to make that very clear, my man had my back 1000%. Didn't question my word. He believed everything that I said. He knew that that guy was lying because my man and I are together all the time. Like, he has been a chismoso and read my diary. This man knows the worst and best parts of me. Like, there's no telling him who I am because he knows who I am type of thing. So when he was saying all of this shit, the reason why he was heated and why it became a confrontation was just because he wasn't going to let a man talk about his girl like that. It wasn't because he was getting pissed off about what he was saying. I am the difficult one who always has to prove a point and... I went out of my way to, sorry, I'm going to take a sip real quick. Hold on. So I went out of my way to prove to my man that this guy was fucking lying and there is no credit to his claims. I don't understand why the fuck my life is any of his business, why he felt the need that I why he felt the need to tell my man like to leave me because I'm a hoe and just a million other things under the sun when if I'm not mistaken the problem that we have right now did not exist until I got into a relationship so it's like everything was so chill cool ass vibes and then I got a man and all of a sudden I'm enemy number one like he needs to fucking hurt me somehow some way and he really fucking tried guys like he really fucking tried because it didn't work like I don't know if he thought that my man was gonna leave me or I was I don't know what the fuck this like the case was but I just wanted to tell you guys about that drama because it was crazy like Um, me and Danny even went back in like a couple days after this just because it didn't affect us it didn't bother us that a hater was gonna try and say everything that he could to get between us like shit like that happens to everyone all the time you know and I don't know what it is about he and I but like when we're faced with hard like or challenging things to get through what would break most people always leaves us so much stronger than what we were before it's like unreal to me but I don't know what his intentions were by doing that um we walked back in a couple of days afterwards to play pool and we said hi to everyone everyone didn't have a problem with us they actually asked if we were good and stuff like that but he just could not let it go like literally came back up to us and like my man had to be like dude do you want to fucking fight over this shit like you want to fight over my girl like what is the what's the d like the t and his response is like oh no like she's just a bitch so then it started another fight like he's like don't call my fucking girl a bitch like what the fuck is wrong with you like and trying to fucking put bodies on me but he doesn't know anyone that i know he there's no bodies so it's like he, my man's like, okay, if she's a hoe, why is she a hoe? How is she a hoe? He's like, oh, 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 cause she's a bitch. Like, what? 
your math is not mathing and neither is mine so just shut the fuck up and this is literally the best example of just paying attention because i he and i were literally just looking at this man like wow you are very miserable and it's very evident that you're miserable like men this is a message to the fucking men out there I don't give a fuck if you're hurt that somebody does not want you, doesn't want to give you attention, doesn't want to fuck you, doesn't want to do anything with you. If she be- if she sees you below her, if she fucking whatever the case is, because that's how I saw him. I think he's a fucking loser. He is below me. Like I can't even have an intellectual conversation with this man. Why the fuck would I want a friendship or anything with him? You know what I mean? And it's like, you're going to come across people who are just not meant to be your people. That doesn't mean that you need to shame her. It doesn't mean that you need to talk shit about her. It doesn't mean that you need to go out of your way to try to disrupt her peace. If she's happy and doing her in her own lane, let her be. Women are not objects and subjects for you to buy and claim and nothing, like nothing. You are so gross and vile for talking about who a woman sleeps with, if it was true, how she makes her money, anything. Like, you don't fucking know shit about my life. And what if I was the fichera? So fucking what? Shout out to those bad bitches who are making their fucking bread the easiest and fastest way. You know, those bitches go home with like two to three hundred dollars in cash every single night. What are you doing while you're out drinking? You're spending the money that they are making. Like, don't throw shade on no fucking fichera's name. You don't know what family they have that they need to support how many kids are at home waiting for them like you don't know shit like it's so weird that he thought that he could shit on me over something that first of all i don't do and second of all if i did do it so fucking what why do you care why does that matter to you like i i don't get it i don't get it i literally don't get it and i I'm pushing that on you guys. You bitches too. Like, if a man does not want you, don't go and ruin his shit for him. Like, move on. There's a million other people in this fucking world, and there's absolutely no reason why any of them should have you thinking negative thoughts in a negative situation or just hating. Like, fuck, no one gives a fuck about what a hater has to say. Don't be a fucking hater, y'all. Like, don't be a fucking hater. I know that this... This episode is just everywhere. It's like a puzzle with three different pictures. And it's like, you'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for listening to me rant. You guys are literally the best people to talk to. Oh oh my gosh, wait. I have a funny story. I'm not going to drop any names though. It's like a funny drunk ass story. So like last weekend, I went out with a friend and we bar hopped. We went to like three different bars and the last bar that we ended up going to was Corner Bar and he was shit faced like honestly, but he was coherent like he was all the way there but he was cruelly shit-faced, like, he was slurring his words, or he didn't want to take off his hat and his beanie because his hair was just not done, but towards the end of the night, he was damn near trying to dance on the table with no beanie on, no hat, no jacket, I'm like, this guy, all of a sudden, I see security fucking charging at him to get him off the table to, like, calm him down, he ended up getting booted from the 
bar. But then like two minutes later, I just see him casually stroll back in and I'm like, all right, he's good. So two in the morning hits and I'm like, where is he? Our ride is going to be leaving soon. I see him walking out because everybody was getting kicked out of the bar. I'm like, cool, I'll see him in a little bit. So I walk out the bar and this girl is like throwing up, nodding out on the sidewalk. And I'm like, holy fuck, that bitch needs help because her sister was like fed up and ended up leaving her there on the sidewalk. So I was like, you know, team women, I went to go be Captain save and I'm helping her get her shit together. And I realize I'm like looking around and my homie's gone. So after waiting 15, 20 minutes after the bar closed, we decide, all right, it's time to go. Homegirl keeps throwing up. We need to just drop her off. And I'm sure he's fine. Like, he's fine. He's in the military. He'll, he's fine. So, guys, <laughs> why does he message me on Instagram the next day like, yo, Nikki, I woke up on the sidewalk in Hawthorne, like on the ground. I have a huge gash on my forehead like a burn or bump or whatever i don't know where my phone is i don't know where my wallet or my jacket are and my jacket has my weed (laughs) like what i was like dude did you have a fucking hangover experience or what like i wish he had a drone that was following him everywhere he went because what the fuck like isn't that so epic imagine waking up like that but thank god i am in the bar scene in hawthorne from working at the bar and um someone who was at corner bar just so happened to recognize me the next day at party on western and they had his wallet and his jacket and they're like hey like the guy that you showed up with yesterday he dropped these things like here you go i wanted to give them to you and i was like oh my god thank you fucking heaven sent thank god for the positive energy thank god people were looking out for me and i got his wallet back i got his jacket back and then he messaged me like 30 minutes 45 minutes after he's like yo I just got my phone back like someone found it and they gave it to me. I'm like, there is kindness in this world. God does love us because all your shit is together. And when I gave him back his wallet, I saw him and it does not look like he got beat up or anything. It just looks like he was fucked up and like tried to lay down or just fell on the ground. And like he landed head first. So I can totally see him waking up on the sidewalk. It was like the funniest story ever. I just thought I would share it with you guys and I hope it made you guys laugh. And yeah, another part to add to this crazy ass episode. (laughs) I love you guys. I'll talk to you so soon and have a great fucking weekend. Have a drink for me. Toke it up. Do what it is. Do what you love. Bye.